You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News, where today, uh, I'm a little bit on an economic roll here. Yesterday, we had the great Steve Moore on here describing the inflation pressures and other signs in the economy that are are showing warning, blinking red, um, uh, perhaps showing the first signs of the change in direction that Joe Biden's economic policy has brought to America, All right, rising gas prices, rising food rising building prices. Um, uh, But today I want to stay in the economy, but in a different realm. And that is in corporate governance and in the decision by many large American companies for the first time to really get involved in partisan issues and pick a side. Uh, There are major companies out there. We know them all, Nike, uh, Coca-Cola, uh, we've seen uh, all the companies down in Georgia taking a stand against voter ID, which, by the way, 70, 80 percent of America support voter ID. And yet these companies want to spit in the eye of those 70 or 80 percent. And the question is, all right, well, it's one thing to know about it, but what are we going to do about it? What what can Americans do about it? And today we've got a really great guest who's decided to step into this void. He has decided to begin to open a dialogue with these companies through a multi-million dollar ad campaign uh, through uh, informing consumers. And and so later today, just a little bit from now, we're going to bring Will Hild on. Will is the executive director of Consumers Research, one of the oldest consumer uh, research and advocacy groups in America. They have been doing this for well uh, over nine decades. Uh, and Will's going to come in. They've started a campaign against what he calls Say no to woke companies. So those companies that have picked a liberal agenda to enforce within their corporation, to enforce with their donations, to enforce with their business practices. And he is going to, uh, he wants to fight back against it. First in the form of uh, advertising, second in the form of knowledge, getting consumers to say, hey, did you know that American Airlines paid its CEO last year eight figures, even though they lost money. They laid off 19,000 employees. I think it was more than 10,000, somewhere between 10, 20,000 employees. Uh, and they took a government bailout. And while doing all of that, they're involved in woke politics when, in fact, maybe they should focus on the business and experience of flying on their planes. Um, Will calls them out, I believe, in one of the ads 
for their um, problems with lost luggage, with their problems with um, on-time flights. So it's a airlines, iconic. I've flown it. Probably many of you have flown it. Uh, but uh, it is an airline that hasn't been at the top of its customer service grade for quite some time. It needed a bailout last year. It laid off workers. It still paid its CEO a huge amount of money. Um, so he didn't take a pay cut. The American taxpayers took one for him by giving them money. Uh, and yet it is decided to pick issues that are only of interest to half or less of the country and, and spurn the other half of the country. And I think the message, well, we'll talk to Will, but what I learned from this is it appears that they want companies to stay out of politics, stay in what they're good at. If you make widgets, make widgets. If you fly people around the country, fly people around the company, you make sneakers, make sneakers. Stop trying to use your corporate position, this message that Will is delivering, to uh, force Americans to think a certain way, give them the freedom of speech, give them the best product, and let them make up their own minds. They don't need you um, uh, in their face telling them how to think. And I think that is one of the messages of this campaign. You may agree with it, you may disagree with it. Maybe you like what Nike's done, and uh, but we're going we're gonna to bring Will on and he's going to describe all of this, and I think you'll learn an awful lot today about this movement, about uh, corporate woke politics, about uh, consumer research, and what you can do to arm yourself. I think it's a really important conversation to have in these really turbulent and really super partisan charged times that we are we are seeing. It's pretty pretty remarkable. All right, before we get there, we had a couple stories today that I think are important, and of course, one of those takes us. To Arizona, where the audit continues to go on, uh, where the um, uh, really, I think uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, early evidence for the first time. What did the auditors find? And again, I've never predicted they're going to find widespread fraud. I couldn't, when I did a whole election integrity project here at Just the News, we didn't find systemic widespread fraud, at least not yet. There are some pointers, some unusual things I would say in Detroit. Atlanta that uh, need further investigation by people who can force or compel evidence to be produced or testimony to be produced. But uh, I think the bigger thing is a large number of irregularities, unusual things that happened in the election that uh, shake Americans' confidence in the system may have allowed votes to be filed in an unlawful way, uh, you know, and uh, uh, may have allowed, you know, the misvote, uh, miscounting of certain votes. And so one very important story that um, has happened uh, is last night, uh, Ken Bennett, the guy who's overseeing the audit, the former secretary of state of Arizona, overseeing the audit there um, of the Maricopa County ballots from November. He, uh, he's now the liaison between the Republicans and the county guy basically running the investigation and uh, what he said that he found uh, is really, really important. Um, uh, you know, perhaps the most important thing that I saw were that there are serial numbers missing on damaged ballots that were duplicated so they could be read by vote tabulation machines. So I want you to understand what he's saying. Ballots came in damaged. They didn't have a lawful serial number on them. The county remade the ballots, not the voter. The county remade them so that they could be read by the tabulation machines. Essentially, they cured or fixed bad ballots. 
Um, this is something I think most voters would prefer not to have happen. I mean, we ought to poll on this, but um, they should have, according to Ken Bennett, they should have the same serial number to ensure they're only counted once. We don't, and he, so this is a big irregularity. And he saw it in, uh, he said, many batches of damaged ballots without the serial number. So it wasn't an isolated thing. Uh, the a failure to put the serial numbers on the duplicate ballots that were created to cure or fix these damaged ballots would have violated state law. Here's what he said. We are struggling as how we're going to be able to match up those damaged and duplicated ballots. Bennett said, that's a real problem. The reason for the serial number was to make sure that one vote counted only one time. And so um, while the county continues to attack them, the Maricopa County people, which, by the way, have a lot of Republicans on the board, they're attacking this only. They don't want anyone looking at their business. But here, this is an important integrity issue. It's just a good governance issue. If you're going to make up new ballots uh, and transfer over the vote from a damaged ballot, it should at least have the same serial number so that it complies with state law. That's a pretty big deal. Um, kind of goes back to the early days of hanging Chad in Florida. But there are some really significant developments that the Arizona case has made. And I think this serial number thing is a very specific thing you can understand. All right, bad ballots came in. For some reason, election officials took it upon themselves to fix the bad ballots by transferring the votes to another ballot and then running it through the machine. But they didn't put the serial numbers on there as was required. Such uh, an important discovery. Uh, it's just good governance. Why can't election officials do good government? That's all that seems to be going on here. A very, very important um, development. Something specific and concrete that can be fixed for the next election. Um, uh, some other things that the Arizona auditors mentioned. Remember, we reported last week that they believe that a database, uh, the master database of voting in Maricopa County had been deleted from the machine. That was confirmed, but the auditors were able to uh, recreate or uh, uh, recover, as they call it in computer terms, the database. It was extracted from another location, and now for the first time, the auditors will be able to look at that. So the, the uh, gap in records, the missing database has been recovered. I think that's really important. Another thing that uh, has these auditors concerns that they talked about at this hearing yesterday in Arizona, we told yesterday we were going to be covering it, um, the, um, is that there is a question about chain of custody, the custody of the ballots, uh, particularly those that were in mobile boxes or in other places. Um, it is really important that we know who had them where did they go? Was there any opportunity for people to tamper or mess with them? Uh, and um, it, uh, that is another issue that has uh, been raised now. The uh, auditors have done a lot of the um, uh, work on this, and they're beginning to see these sort of questions. So um, uh, it's interesting, uh, just that as we go through this, as we learn more about it, uh, the the lacking of the, of the documentation about chain of custody is something they've been fighting on. I mean, this has gone on for six months now. It shouldn't be that hard to find the chain of custody for ballots. And, and instead, what appears to be going on is the county is escalating the rhetoric, the heat. They're fighting 
rather than resolving the questions. It really raises questions about why election officials in Maricopa County don't feel comfortable answering to someone who wants to look at their conduct. You know, we shouldn't, in government, there should always be accountability, responsibility. We think there's something here that could be really valuable. And, uh, and again, I don't think this is about overturning the election. We're not overturning the election. Joe Biden's going to be president. Um, uh, Donald Trump's not coming back in this term. If he wants to come back, he's going to have to run again in 2024. Uh, but identifying all those irregularities that have occurred in the election and fixing them so that the 2022 election, both Democrats, Republicans, of course, independents can all feel good that mistakes that were made or irregularities that occurred last time won't happen this time. And people say, well, what is the scope? Isn't this Mickey Mouse stuff, right? And let me just put one thing out there. We often forget this because we move on in our busy lives, but the vote that separated Joe Biden's win from Donald Trump's loss in Wisconsin was about 20,000 votes. Now, weeks, weeks after the election was settled, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that a large number of people in Wisconsin were allowed unlawfully to evade the voter ID requirements when they sent in their mail-in ballots because they just simply said, because of COVID, I'm a medical invalid, I have to stay home, and therefore, I don't have to comply with the voter ID law. There is a provision for those with true medical conditions uh, that prevent them from being able to leave their home that they can skip the voter ID and go through an alternate procedure. But what the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled was that an en masse exemption where anyone could say, well, just because of COVID, I'm afraid to go outside. Therefore, I'm a medical invalid. I'm not going to comply with voter ID. That did happen in a widespread way in Wisconsin. And the Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled that was unlawful. Now, what's the scope? We said 20,000 votes separated Trump and Biden. According to the experts who've taken a look at the declarations of those who declared invalid, it is about 200,000 votes in the primary and in the general election. 200,000 votes that may have been unlawfully cast, according to the Supreme Court, uh, in an election that was settled by 20,000 votes. Could it have had an impact? Maybe. We don't know which ones were filed that way, but uh, we are going to try to find out and we are going to try to get that information for you. But when people say these are regular, well, they're small, they're isolated, they're the normal things that go on, uh-uh-uh, no, no, no. Wisconsin provides a really great example. As many as 200,000 people may have voted uh, without voter ID unlawfully because they were allowed to declare uh, without the legislature's blessing that, I'm afraid of COVID. I don't want to go outside. Therefore, I'm an invalid. That's not what the law said. The Wisconsin Supreme Court was clear about it. Uh, that's the sort of scope and size of irregularities that have come up in some jurisdictions, not all, but in some. And uh, again, we're, this is no longer about overturning the 2020 election. That was never going to happen. Uh, it is about finding the things that were abused, that were broken, that were unlawful and making sure they do not occur again in 2022 or 2024. That's a good governance thing. I don't understand why some people in the country mock this. Um, it, it, you know, it seems as though doing these things are rational, smart things is what we would do. If we do, every so often we check our house, you know, is our pipe leaking, is our um, septic system clean, is the dryer vent full of lint? Those are due diligence things. No one mocks us for protecting our house from unsafe or irregular things that are happening. 
it's just the same here in the election houses, which by the way, really haven't been watched for a long time. This is a really remarkable opportunity. And those who are criticizing it, I think run against the tide of American sentiments that everybody wants it to be easier to vote, but they also want only lawful votes to be counted. They want to make it harder to cheat. These irregularities like what was seen, um, serial number lists, uh, ballots in Maricopa, uh, pristine ballots in some other states that weren't folded, even though they're supposed to be of men in an envelope. Um, the 200,000 quote unquote invalid voters who may not have been invalid. Uh, all of these are good governance issues. If we investigate them, explore them, identify them and fix them, we've made it a better election system. And those who are fighting it, I, I'm just scratching my head wondering, why are you fighting something that makes voting better, safer, and maybe at the same time easier? You get through some of these things, maybe more people can do mail-in ballots because we're not going to have the cheating components. Seems like really valuable information, really valuable exercise in that we shouldn't be threatened by being able to look back at our election and, and create good governance from it, improve things from the last time. Uh, hey, uh, that's what's going on in Arizona right now. Despite all of the uh, rhetoric, uh, that is what's going on. All right, enough with uh, the news and election world. We're going back to the economy. We're going back to companies. We're going back to corporate America. Right after this commercial break, Will Hild, Executive Director of Consumer Research, he's joining us to talk about his new campaign to drive politics out of the corporate boardroom, to force companies to focus on their product and services and not on the agenda of uh, a particular party or a particular political movement. Say No to Woke Companies is the name of the campaign that Will Hild, the Executive Director of Consumers Research, has launched. You're going to hear from him directly. What is this? How you can get involved, how you can benefit from it as a consumer, what you can learn about the companies you may be engaging. That's coming up right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest and a very important topic. We've been talking a lot about the political, sudden political involvement of corporations in very big ways, not in gaming donations, but in literally taking sides in disputes. And, uh, and as some people would say on the, on the right, uh, engaging in a woke agenda. And so there is a new movement that has started. Uh, Will Hild is the executive director of the Consumers Research he has uh, started an effort to call out these companies and to work with consumers to find out what companies are staying neutral and what companies are engaging in politics that may be uh, against the interest of consumers. So, Will, welcome to the show. This is a very exciting uh, a concept that you have going on. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, we're very excited to announce the launch of the Consumers First Initiative, which has a very simple message for corporate America. Stop serving woke politicians. Focus on serving your customers. Yeah, what a, what a novel idea. That's pretty, uh, uh, and, and you know, 20 years ago, you wouldn't even think of having the conversation we're going to have today. But uh, the, the, this moment in time has made so many corporations uh, pick and choose uh, winners and losers in the political space. And in so doing, alienating, you know, as much as half of the country. First off, let's start, let's wind back. Consumers Research. Describe what you guys do at Consumers Research. We're the nation's oldest consumer protection organization. We have a 91-year pedigree in standing up for the consumer in the marketplace. And that's exactly what we're doing here because it's even more insidious than taking sides, John. What's happening? Like, Take American Airlines, for example, one of of the uh, companies we're running a seven-figure ad campaign against. Uh, Wall Street Journal just rated them the, the, the worst airline in America. They lose the most bags. They kick the most people off flights. Um, we were actually able to reach out to them, and, and they confirmed to us that during the COVID pandemic, they continued to decrease the legroom on many of their flights. And this is, of course, at a time when, uh, during a year when they took a multi-billion-dollar yeah. bailout from the taxpayer, and still, still paid their CEO Doug Parker an eight-figure salary last wow. year. He got an eight-figure paycheck. And so, what's really going on here is they don't want to bring that up. They don't want to talk about all the problems with their. Uh, the way they treat their customers, the failings of their business, and how uncomfortable it is to fly on American Airlines and unenjoyable it is. They would rather take positions on legislation and political issues that they know nothing about that are not germane to their business because they'd rather be focusing on those issues than their own failings. Unreal. And you talk about lost bags. I know something about that. I had that happen to me several times, and, and it's so frustrating. Um, what forms will this project take? I mean, obviously the first thing is the ad campaign, calling out the companies, informing the public down the road. Are you going to create a rating system for companies so people can find out their political neutrality? They're, um, they already rate a lot of businesses based on their customer service. um, What sort of tools can the consumer expect you guys to develop to help them navigate this, um, this paradigm? Well, this is phase one of the initiative, and we're firing a volley at Nike, Coca-Cola, and American Airlines to put them on notice, and every other corporation on notice in America, that they are not going to be able to distract from their own fail- failures by cozying up to woke politicians and taking positions on legislative issues and political issues that they know nothing about. And so uh, I'll be excited to come back on and talk about uh, phase two, and we're ready for that. But phase one is a seven-figure ad campaign, including uh, TV going to be running on national stations such as Fox and CNBC, uh, uh, local stations in the states in which these companies are headquartered, namely Texas, Georgia, and Oregon. And it's also going to have online uh, web ads as well as display ads. So next time you're in the airport uh, taking a uh, cramped and uncomfortable American airline flight, 
keep an eye out. You might see one of our ads right next to their logo. How about that? Yeah, that that will that'll uh, that'll catch their attention pretty quickly. Uh, when you look out, um, and I, I assume this is the inspiration, but there are all these issues in America where Americans are, you know, overwhelmingly in favor. For instance, voter ID, and yet there are companies weighing in on the against the voter ID law. Is there a disconnect in corporate America and some of these big uh, multinational corporations with the very consumers that they want to buy their products and services? And and why has that disconnect grown over the last few years? Well, again, I'll, I'll bring up the example of American Airlines. A couple of problems there. Last year, their biggest customer wasn't their, their flyers. It was the U.S. taxpayer who bailed them out to the tune of billions of dollars. And then, again, they paid their CEO, Doug Parker, an eight-figure salary. And so, you know, part of this is to cozy up to the very people uh, who are uh, handing, handing them money on behalf of the taxpayer. The other thing is that they claim that they're doing this on behalf of their employees. Well, I have a question for CEO Doug Parker. Does that include the 19,000 people he laid off last year? Would, would they have preferred he, he focused more on politics uh, and, and instead of focusing on how to keep the airline profitable so that they could have kept their job? Even after he got a bailout, they, they got a bailout uh, to keep them employed? Um, you know, I, I think this is uh, it's just indicative. They've taken their eye off the ball. They've taken their, uh, uh, their focus off of serving the consumer and creating a quality product. And all they want to do is cozy up to woke politicians to distract from that. Yeah, that's uh, that's what happens. It's a sudden alliance, and money money drives everything. And when the tax dollars start enriching private corporations, boy, you, it's amazing what you can uh, achieve in the government with them. Uh, when, once you have the purse string attached to them, as you as you look out over the uh, horizon and you look at the twenty twenty two election, you look at you know the things that are going on in the country right now. Uh, what is the best way for consumers to stay? informed about companies that want are just doing their job, doing great, and others who maybe aren't doing as good a job and therefore are creating a political distraction by getting involved in political issues that have nothing to do with their, their basic business. How do, how do consumers get educated on this? Absolutely. Well, consumers who want to learn more about American Airlines, Nike, and Coca-Cola, and why they're cozying up to woke politicians to distract from their flailing businesses can visit consumersresearch.org where we have information about the campaigns and those companies and their problems. Yeah, that's a great place to go. A good starting point if you're, if you're interested. As people start to uh, learn more about this, I assume one of the most important and powerful um, uh, tools that we have are that shareholders have the ability to weigh in on companies. And we've seen the left particularly use shareholder movements in the late 2008 to 2013 timeframe very effectively. Uh, is there a long-term opportunity for consumers, uh, many who probably are shareholders or stakeholders because of their 401ks and others, to uh, begin to express themselves in, in the boardroom, in the shareholder meetings? Uh, is that an opportunity that maybe hasn't been leveraged enough for everyday consumers? Well, certainly to the extent that some of your listeners have major holdings in these companies, we welcome people bringing that up to management, that they want them to focus on the business, focus on their customers, and stop trying to cozy up to woke politicians. Yeah, such an important message. It probably hasn't been delivered for a long time, and, and that's probably why these, um, these uh, changes in the corporate structure are there. What's been the early reaction? I think you announced Monday, so it's been a couple of days now. What's been the reaction in the marketplace and from these three companies that you're targeting? 
Well, we've been just amazed at the uh, reaction uh, that that, uh, people have had. We launched just a few days ago, as you noted, and people have been reaching out left and right. This seems to have really struck a nerve. And it's really not about uh, me or even consumers research. I think people, consumers are really just fed up um, and they're excited about our organization finally taking a stand, uh, speaking up for consumers who have been mistreated and abused uh, and telling these companies, get your eye back on the ball. Focus on making a healthy, uh, quality product that's free of uh, forced labor in the production chain and uh, stop trying to cozy up to woke politicians to distract from your own business failings. Now, you mentioned the China issue, the, uh, the Uyghurs and, and other. Talk about uh, what you've learned uh, about one of these three companies that, that you're targeting right now and their role in the suppression and human rights abuses of Uyghurs in China. Absolutely. Well, in the case of Nike, uh, there is growing evidence that their supply chains in China uh, may have include, included serious uh, forced labor uh, issues. Um, you know, people taken away from their families, sterilized, uh, and then forced to work in factories. Congress uh, was looking is looking into this issue, um, and in fact, they were putting together a bill uh, that would have prohibited uh, anything made with forced labor or sus- suspected forced labor from entering the U.S. marketplace. Nike, instead of focusing on solving their production chain issues, maybe even hiring some of these American workers at a time uh, who are, who've been laid off at a time of record unemployment in the United States, instead, they spent lobbying dollars and time and energy focused on getting amendments made to that bill so that their production chain uh, would be untouched. So again, this is just another example of serious, serious issues that these companies have. They don't want brought up in the news. And so what they'd rather do is, uh, you know, take positions on legislation and political issues that they have no expertise on that are not germane to their business. And when Congress is, you know, planning to do something that would harm them, they, they sing a very different tune. So we, you know, our message is simple. Stop cozying up to woke politicians, serve your customers. Yeah, it's really, really remarkable. Well, you guys do a lot of research, and I think that's such an important part of it. I mean, obviously, in your title um, give example of sort of, I mean, you go through shareholder records, corporate records, you do a lot of things to make sure that when a consumer comes to your site and tries to get advice about a particular company or information that they have really reliable data, right? You, you've been doing this for, as you said, almost nine decades. Um, but, uh, what did just describe a little bit about the quality of information that someone can find when they come to your website and learn, uh, want to learn about a company or a product. Certainly. Well, that's the core of our mission. Our goal is to educate the consumer on issues that are uh, in their interest and then defend their right to act on that interest in the market. Yeah, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And, and uh, uh, over the years, we've been lucky as a journalist. I, I know at the Washington Times and elsewhere, we've used important research from consumers research to help us with stories and as a starting point. And uh, I think any consumer that wants to learn more about a company or product that they're thinking of buying or engaging in a service, it's a great starting point for, for research. Um, as you look out over the horizon, I know you got to get rolling. I just want to ask one last question here. Uh, what message should other companies, all right, so Nike and Coca-Cola, they've, they're getting some pretty, uh, American Airlines getting some pretty clear messaging. What's the message you want other companies that may be dabbling in these uh, political arenas where half of their customers will not be satisfied uh, what's the message you want them to take from this early campaign? 
Absolutely. Well, as I said, this is phase one of, a, of an ongoing campaign, and we're not going to stop until corporate America gets the message that they need to get out of tr- cozying up to the business of cozying up to woke politicians and focus on their core mission of s- serving consumers. So every business out there right now that's considering uh, trying to distract from problems uh, with the way they're treating their customers or forced labor in their uh, production chain issues or any other problems in their business, if they're considering uh, trying to distract by cozying up to woke politicians, they are now on notice. We will come after you. Yeah, what a what an important message to send to corporate America. Will, we're going to want to get you back on the show as this project grows and takes new shapes and forms. Uh, a lot of people read the story on Justin News this past day or so and were very interested. And I'm so glad you could come on and, and help us make sense of what you're doing and where you're going. And uh, I think we want to stay abreast of this. So let's try to get you back on the show in the, in the next few weeks. Absolutely, John. Thanks for having me on, and I would love to come back. Ah, my pleasure. It was great to have you on. All right, folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today with Will Hild and uh, what the folks at Consumers Research are doing, creating a guide, uh, public awareness of companies that have maybe their own problems with customer service or ethics or business ethics. 
uh, and are getting involved with only a part of the uh, country's politics, picking a winner or a loser in political debates rather than focusing on their customers. Very important movement. I think uh, it's going to get a lot of attention because people are tiring of some of this silliness going on in America. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for today. Tomorrow, when we come back, we're going to have a new edition uh, uh, of this show. I think we're also going to be able to break some news on the show tomorrow. I've been working hard, uh, as we have been in the, over the last few weeks, on this issue of what the intelligence community knew about uh, the origins of coronavirus, whether they bought into a false story earlier on and suffocated or... Um, suppressed uh, dissenting opinions that were uh, based on other evidence that was being ignored. I think we're going to break some new news on this tomorrow. Stay tuned. I've been working hard and I think we'll be in a good position tomorrow, but that'll be on tomorrow's show. We hope along with another round of great guests. Uh, until then, if you need a news fix, you know where to go. Just the news.com. Uh, remember to support our great advertisers, our great sponsors. They bring so much to the table. It's grilling season. Think about Kansas city steak, such an important a partner of ours in some of the best meats and foods you'll get anywhere. So convenient, right to your doorstep, freeze, frozen, ready to go in your freezer, ready to go on your grill. I use them often, and you should too. All right, folks, uh, that's it for the day. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, God bless you, and may God bless this incredible country, the United States of America, as he always has. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens.
jump into the ring here, you're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. 